Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast. Join us at the Beach Hill Book Cycle. And uh, we've got a final motley crew this evening. I'll start off, uh, I'll go anti-clockwise. And uh, last week's presenter, Dan, how are you doing? I'm okay, thank you, Barry. Yes. 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 Talking heads last week, weren't it? I believe, talking heads. Yes, indeed it was, Barry. And welcome to 97.4 FM PWU. Podcast. Podcast. That's the one. Paul, how you doing? He's bloody doing it again, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Talking in his crazy voice. <laughs> Mick? Hiya. Alright. Yeah. Uh, Simon? Good evening. Are you well? Yeah, that's you, lad. Great stuff. And Adam? Alright. You two were at the game last uh, Saturday, weren't you? The only ones from the table who, who were there. So, uh, without further ado, uh, we'll move straight on to Simon's on the spot report. This is my post-match Chesterfield review. Um, I feel it's better to do it a little bit after the game as my first initial response was to Adam, that was decent. Well, Latic's played well um, in spells. You know, it wasn't a complete 90 minutes performance. First half was, you know, pretty evenly matched between the two teams. But, you know, there's some decent stuff. Some good blocks from Barnett and good save from Richard O'Donnell. Um, the last six minutes of the first half, Latics really seemed to push uh, push forward and unlucky not to get something. Then obviously five, four behind two sloppy goals. Um, but then, as you all know by now, was the nine-minute uh, salvo for within three goals. And uh, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. The fight, the passion and the desire from every single player. And it seems to come from, you know, three tactical Changes that uh, Caldwell made, you know, bringing on um, McCann and Halui up front, as well as then bringing on Andy Kellett. And I must admit, when he brought on Andy Kellett, um, I thought, well, you know, what's going on here, bringing on a defender? But then McCann pushed forward, and McCann seemed to make a bit of a difference, as did Andy Kellett linking up well with Davis. Absolutely unbelievable. The scenes at the end of the game when that third goal went in, I mean, we could have had three or four. Chesterfield could have had more, but we wanted it more, and that's what we've not seen in Wigan for a little while, is the fight and desire. You know, the first away win, we're back up there, backing up wins now, you know, a home win, and now an away win, go to Port Vale now, and it's it's looking good. So onward and upwards for the Latics. Still a little room for improvements, but we're getting there, we're getting there. Excellent Simon, that, excellent. Full of passion, that report, as well, you could tell there. Thank yeah, you. you take it straight off the terrace. It's, yeah. uh, straight off the terrace. <laughs> that's, that could be the new name. That's the new wedding, that, yeah. Straight <laughs> off the terrace. Let me just write that one down. Wait a minute. Straight off double F. The is that straight off the cuff, or is that one you practice? <laughs> no, straight yeah. off the cuff. Straight uh, off the terrace. Straight off the terrace. <laughs> right, but anyway, before we move on, uh, Adam, Statman, I must mention, Gareth, who's usually here. Is unfortunately, or fortunately for Gareth, but unfortunately for us, <laughs> he's in uh, sunny Spain with his uh, with his lady friend, getting drunk and uh, doing other things. I've no doubt. <laughs> uh, so we've no stats in that. So um, Adam's going to step in. So give us the stats, Adam, from the uh, Chesterfield v Latics game, please. The stats from Chesterfield versus Wigan. Chesterfield had fifty eight percent of the ball. Wigan only forty two percent. Chesterfield had eleven attempts on goal. Latics sixteen. Chesterfield had three of those on target, Latics eight. Chesterfield had five corners, Latics three. Chesterfield committed nine fouls, Latics only seven. Chesterfield had one yellow card, we had zero, and there were no reds, and it was 3-2 to Wigan. The most important stat of all? 
Exactly. Yeah, anyway, back to, back to, to your review though, what you were saying, Sam, and about, um, it was full of passion, obviously, it was full of passion. And at, um, 2 0 down with 9 minutes to go, the passion must have been saying something else to you, surely. Yeah, I mean, it looked like as if the game was going to peter out, really, you know, it was like 2 0, Chesterfield content, they were ready to go home and have that, and, you know, I think most of our fans didn't think we were going to get back into it, but, it was just those couple of changes, like I say, you know, bringing Chris McCann on and... Yeah. When he brought McCann on, did he put him into the back He, went, he went into defence to begin with and it was yeah. it was more when Kellett came on that he had ten, seemed to pull forward a bit. And Do you think he brought Kellett on so he could push McCann up? Yeah, a shift in, like, uh, formation. So he, he's actually changed the, the, the team, the tactics and the formation around a couple of times yeah. there, hasn't he? Yeah. Caldwell. Um, for me as well, you know, we went towards the end of that game, we were... Uh, very overloaded on the left hand side, that's where the work was coming. Uh, Kelly, uh, Davis, you know, he worked very well. But there was, like I said, at the end of the first half, there was a good six minutes, when the, well, injury time, a good six minutes where you don't want half time to come, which I think you see quite a lot down here as well at the DW. You know, just before half time, we're starting to get going, things <coughs> are sticking, passing, like Bukic was playing quite well, you know, I was quite impressed with Vukic on uh, Saturday. Right. I was going to ask you about both you and Adam about him, was he like... Uh, he seems he seems to work well, he wanted the ball, you know, he was coming looking for the ball, maybe dropping a bit too too deep, but he's got a bit of pace on him and he was making some decent runs. Yeah, it's extremely dangerous on the right hand side and he, he set up a few chances, on, on setting Davis through a few times and created one of the best chances of the game, when uh, just before half time, like you were saying. And we should have scored off that, really. That was Jacobs. That was Jacobs, yeah. Was Jacobs, yeah. yeah. Mm. It, it seemed easier to score than yeah. trying to keep her. Mm. But, you know, these things are meant to happen and mm. happen for a reason on Saturday. And Daniels went off. Did he go off? Was, it, was that, do you think, that was due to injury rather than... Yeah, yeah. he picked up a, a knock. He had his head there, Paul in style, bandaged up. Right. Um, he had a post as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there wasn't, I mean, apart from Barnett's own goal, I mean, it was a, it was a decent header, uh, in all fairness. It was. Yeah. I thought it was a cracker. Yeah. And it was yeah. yeah. a bit well, some bits with that yeah. one. Beat the keeper, hands yeah. down, didn't it, you know? Yeah. Old Donald had no chance. Well, I think, taking a, a, a massive positive out of it, I know we've come back, but it's a weird day isn't it? I mean, this season we've been 2 0, 2 0, and then we're 2 0 down again, and you're thinking, mm. here we go again. Well, we've turned it around. Yeah, so. and I think it, you know they just wanted to break that hoodie of you know two 0 down again, and, and I think the fans made a you know a massive uh, play in that as well. Especially when we scored that first um, when Barnett scored, you know it was a well we all, everyone got behind them. You know it, it, we we had got a bit quiet, a bit flat, but you could just see that yeah that first one there was. I think Corwell appreciates the contribution the support can make, doesn't he? I mean, he's always banging on about it. He's banged up, he was banged up on about it when he was skipper, when he was playing, yeah. he was skipping the team. He used to always comment on, on, on how important it is for the, for the supporters to get behind the team. And he's doing it again now he's, now he's manager. And, uh, but I think it's a valid point, me as well. Especially in those tight grounds, you know, there's only you know, a small number of people in there. If we can... You know, get behind the team and get support in them. It's, it make, does make a hell of a difference. You get lost in like your old Traffords because if you're taking four or five hundred to Old Trafford, you know you're, you're outsung by the yeah. speakers. I think you, you just got one percent of the crowd, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, um, and then you you saw it on the fans' faces when that uh, yeah um, 
That third one went in. Pitch invasion. Yeah. It was it was sort of like when it was uh, two one. It's sort of like the fans were dragging the ball into the net. It just yeah. behind the goal was the fairies in there. It's just like. And for me, we got the rub of the green, which we've not had for a while. Yeah. Was Chris McCann's penalty, because I think from where I was stood, I think he went down a little bit softly. But it's about time we got those kind of opportunities. Yeah. What about the one that they didn't get in the first half? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it evens yeah. itself out. I, I mean, I wasn't there. I just. Uh, the guys coming, uh, doing the commentary on Wish FM and they were like, absolute stonewall penalty, just not given. It's something we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Where did you give the foul from? Where it began or where it ends up? Well, the referee did uh, with Chesterfield, didn't he, in the first yeah, half? Yeah. He pulled, uh, he yeah, went, yeah, ended up going down in the area, but it did begin outside, and I was quite impressed that the referee did pull it back, obviously for our benefit as well, that he pulled it back to outside the area, but that's where the initial challenge was made. Mm. The thing is, you, you've got to look there, is the initial challenge enough to give a foul, or is it the continuation if there's two players that are grappling? Because you can, you can, the initial contact can be outside the box, but yeah. if the actual foul play is yeah. inside the box... If it continues into the box, he's yeah. within his rights to give a penalty, if he wishes, yeah. if he sees fit. So, McCann uh, is coming up here, and so... Uh, he's been a little bit maligned of late, anti Chris McCann, with some of his performances... Uh, was it better when he got pushed into midfield? Was there more about him, more I, spark? I think he felt more comfortable. He, he seemed more comfortable. You know, that's his natural playing position, and he, he did seem, you know, he's not centre half by trade, is he? No. You know, so he did seem more comfortable, and he was he was going forward rather than looking at going back to O'Donnell or pass it around the back. He, he was direct. Andy Kelly came on as well didn't he made a significant impact um, it was him and Reese James on the left uh, I think we sort of, sort of just like had two centre backs and then even the left back and the left mid I think Andy Kelly was left winger when he brought him on and everyone just pushed up and uh, he was really good he well, kept on to the ball really well and he was the reason we scored the third I think just mm-hmm. picking up the loose balls in the area and put a good ball in I think the other he goes unnoticed from it all he's got the third and you know you forget who scored it there's a new lad Jordy Who whoever like yeah that's her name <laughs> um, I can't pronounce it you know when he came in he, put, he did a shift I mean I don't know how he hit the crossbar it, you know again easier to score than hit the bar but he he, he looks busy he looks you know I think we've got a decent pack of strikers now that you know can come in obviously look we didn't have Grigg at the weekend but still Produced enough to. Yes. He celebrated with Glee as well. It was. It wasn't like I've scored a goal. Yeah. And then it, but it was. That was full of passion as yeah. well, weren't it? The, the way he celebrated and went to the fans and punched the air and was screaming. It's nice to see, especially from a home player. Is that, yeah. that two yeah. mentions of Glee now? And we made it second onto the football league show. On, uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, a, a lot of people missed it because of that, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah. they're not used to yeah, us being on these shows early doors. Yeah, I, th- I think one thing to take from that you can turn seasons with results like that, and the lift that that's <coughs> going to give the squad and the the unity that's going to give the squad. That I mean, to be fair, it's already there if you can pull performances out like that. But when it works, it's a different picture to when you put effort in and you still lose. It gives them that belief, then, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It, it, well, it, it converts it, it converts the old into belief, doesn't it? Yeah. I think for the first time this season, people will look at that on the Football League show and think, 
Mm. We might have to watch out for Wigan. I mm. think it's, we just went through the gears, you know, we've been ambling along, you know, for every second gear. And when, when we've needed it, you know, and we've seen an actual chance, we've gone through the gears and shown what we can do. Passed the ball, moved the ball, made the runs, and we've got an end result. You know, you think you look back at it now, and you think, should we have been two goals behind? At the end of it, I mean, obviously Chesterfield had the chances, but yeah. if you were just to go off the highlights that you see from the game, it's all Latics. That first goal was a cracker, though, though as well, isn't it? I mean, yeah, Benzie I mean, did, no, he, 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 was goal, you can't it? take anything away from him, but. Second goal was better. It was, but, <laughs> it, but it's second goal was was just as good. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nice brace. Two spectacular goals. Though, I thought. I, I think I think the Burnett uh, situation kind of summed up the attitude on the day. You know, for the last couple of years we've been using this strap line of I believe we believe. Well, they showed it on Saturday that, that they believed in one another and believed in themselves. For a bloke to score a cracking on goal like that to make it two 0 in games where heads have gone down yeah. and we've kind of slunk off and thought, oh, yeah. here we go. Here we go again, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to see the same player bouncing back like that. I thought that was brilliant. And like what Paul's just said there about it's it's one of those murk games of the season. That We've actually laid a marker down there. But the players have made, um, let's just say they've set the bar for themselves now. Yeah. The manager can use this. He can turn around and say, look what we did at... Um, Chesterfield, what we did here, other, other places where we went down 2-0 and lost, compare it, you, you had the passion on that day. And I, I just thought it was, it was really, really good, but I have a confession to make. I was in the kitchen listening to it on the radio, and my missus was actually doing some cooking and stuff like that, and there was lots of sharp, sharp objects around in the kitchen. And at 2-0, with about 12 minutes to go, I was losing it. So she turned around and she said, either take the radio and go and listen to it in the front, or I'll switch it off. But you were getting dangerous. So I chose the latter. I switched it off and went sulking. And I even put the rugby on, <laughs> watching, watching England and Ireland, right? And I just thought, no, I can't be doing this, can't be doing this, can't be doing this. So I turned it over and put Sky uh, Sports News on. And I just thought it was wrong. <laughs> I honestly thought it was wrong. I said, they got it wrong here, love. I said, they were in three, two. And I just thought, wow. So all I can say is bloody well done to everybody. Well done for everybody who went down there. Yeah. Well done to everybody who was part of that team on, on Saturday. It was absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. Another good game from Craig Davis. Sorry, yes. Sam, he was going to come in there. No, I just think it's progress for unity. Yeah, Craig Davis again. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's getting better with each game as he's... Because his fitness levels are coming up. Now, yeah, I've been playing play the full ninety. Uh, yeah. It's going to be difficult for uh, Mick's favourite to get back into the squad. I think. Never. Who's worked on his fitness? He's using the team photo today. Is he? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Didn't, didn't quite make the cut last year, but he got it. He got it. He got calendar. Well, there's a unity though, isn't it? That every that it's a club where everybody's involved, and that's what you yeah. want to see. You don't want to see anybody on the sidelines being ostracised. No, I mean, so. yeah, like you say, go back to Craig Davis. He he worked, he worked, and that's what you want. Yeah. And you can see him get frustrated if something didn't go his way, and even when he scored, you know, he was really pumped up to the fans and. He played for Bolton, you know what I mean? It just shows that he's, he's passionate about the club that he's at and he's wanting to work. And you know, just, you just ruined the whole podcast now, the rest Apologies. Edit that out. Yeah, right, so, so <laughs> you was impressed though with Craig Davis and, and uh, Brutich you've mentioned. You said Kellett looked quite good. 
uh, some of the other players. Jordy, Jordy, Jordy was uh, good. Well, what, what I'd like to—I mean, uh, I'd like to, to finish now, move on from Chesterfield. But the next topic for discussion this evening, I'd like to be is who has impressed so far, and that who has impressed uh, this season. And just throw it all open on the table to see uh, what we think. I'll go with the first one we've mentioned, uh, Craig Davis. You know, he's come in and he's doing he's doing a solid job. They say his fitness levels have picked up, played 90 minutes and he's, he's working, he's a grafter. Right. That's what you need. Yeah, so we're six games in and we've got three three wins are drawn and, and two defeats, obviously, and we're growing a little bit into the season now, aren't we? And, and Sam is picking out Craig Davis. Make it, who's impressed you so You know, far? I've got to be honest with you, I've not seen enough of them. I've not seen enough of them because obviously I've missed quite a few whole matches with uh, being away. I haven't seen enough of them to be able to say, but I'm I'm just impressed with Wigan Athletic at the moment. Yeah, you know everybody. Um, I think Caldwell's doing a good job. Um, one thing I have noticed, one thing I have noticed, which I'm pleased about actually, is they're not getting players to make silly predictions and comments and report them in the paper like they were doing for the last couple of years where they've been asking oh yeah we're, such and such a body says we're going to do these men on Saturday by three or four whatever I'm glad that's not been, not been appearing in the papers because it's just giving the extra up to any self isn't it mm. Adam who's impressed you so far uh, I think the man between the sticks Richard O'Donnell I think he's been very impressive yeah. although conceding two on Saturday I thought he was really good um, he stopped it from Conceding the first half of a great header, uh, well, it was a great header again by Barnett, but this time he saved it. Good save from a free kick, I believe. As um, well. Yeah, but no, he, he's, he's kept. Well, it says everything that we've not conceded at home yet. Doncaster were a big threat when they came, and he did make some really impressive saves. Sacked the, sack the manager since, haven't they? Yeah, Scott they have. sacked those today as well. Have mm. like a poor man's night. Yeah. Doncaster. And Dick off. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Richard, Richard O'Donnell for me. Yeah. Dan? I'm quietly impressed by Rhys James, who's particularly going forward, I have to say, but he's been solid at the back as well. So, yeah, I think he's, I think he's bedded in for the season there. Excellent, excellent. Um, impressed me, yeah. I, I think I'm with like, what seems to be the majority, actually. Uh, David Perkins, he's just going about his job. He's, he's really consistent. He's, he's never... Nine out of ten, but he's he's always a seven or an eight yeah. every game, and he's. I just think he's uh, considering his our first signing. I think you know they must have had their eye on him as well. He must have been yeah. highlighted before. Yeah, Paul. Well, I think if you want to know who's impressed this season, you have to go back to last season, the club statement on the twenty seventh of March, which was along the lines of Jamie Roberts has come back to the club and been appointed head of player identification and recruitment because if you look at the players we've signed over the last couple of years they've been lemons most of them there's been a few decent ones but there's been a lot of lemons in there if you, if you go back before that and, and in that press statement he said that Jamie Roberts had been at Latics for a while and he, he disappeared to go and work for Prozone and if you go back to what would appear to be when he was last at Latics there's an awful lot of players who we've been linked with who you now find in much bigger clubs, like for instance John Stones. You know, we were trying to get hold of him. He went to Everton. Now he's England regular. He also has a whole paint company named yeah. after him. 
David De Gea we were linked with, we were trying to get hold of him. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to get hold of David De Gea, Eagles to United. You know, and it was clear at that point that we were identifying good players. Now, this lad's obviously come back in. Now, whether it is him or the people around him or whoever it is, between you, you've picked out some players that are playing well. You know, we've, we've pulled a squad together from nothing. Whoever is picking these players to go to then go out and buy them is doing a damn fine job. And that's who I think, you know, albeit they're behind the scenes, they're not, they're not kicked the ball. Well, that's what I think's done the best job so far this season. The majority of them players we've picked out by Rhys James have either been a free or cost next to nothing. Yeah. And they as well. They spent, that's a, spent nearly nothing on building a squad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at, at that, you, you mentioned there, Perkins, first, first signing of the summer, he's been one of the best players we've had. They obviously saw him at Blackville, a bit of chaos, let's go and have him straight away, nailed him down. Next player in, O'Donnell. Next player in, Captain Morgan, you know, and then and then you start free, going free free transfers. You start going down the list, and they've all been yeah, and they've all been good players. I mean, I mean, you've got the advantage with with those types of players in in that situation that you can get your business done early. You're not got to de- negotiate with a club, have you? To to buy them, you've just got to go to that player and say, look, we want you to come here. Here's the deal. Yeah, yeah but there was other players available on freeze as well, weren't they? But they've ident- like you said, they've identified the right players. Yeah, I. Um, I, I mean, you look at you look at holding out for that one 0 against Crew, character, which was something again that was mentioned when they when they the restructure, which was not long after David Sharp took over. So if he, you know if he's behind that, then well done to him as well. Um, yeah, I, I that for me is where where the genius has been so far this season. You found good players, you've got good players, they've got the character, and then you know talking. Chesterfield come back from 2-0 down all pulling together these lads have only played half a dozen games together and, and, and they're bonding like that I I, I want to go out on a limb and predict we'll, we'll go up this year but I, I think that's I, th- I think we've got all the ingredients spot on good yeah man. it is starting to work now isn't it yeah. Yeah. I think you've got to be optimistic can't you? at this well, stage of the season you... I, I try and set that emotion out of it and, and and just look at the the quality. You know, we've got some quality players, yeah. and we've got the right attitude in the squad this year. Yeah. So even even though the results weren't going our way uh, in the first couple of uh, weeks of the season, you could see that there, there was the commitment and effort from the players. Yeah. Which is you know like our discussions right at the beginning of the season, and I turned around and I said, no, you need to see things now. You need to be getting results now. Well, if your result is that your team are improving with each performance, <clears throat> then that's good. All right, we, we weren't getting the points then, but we're now getting points away from up. We've set ourselves a barrier, uh, not a barrier, sorry, we've set the bar at a certain height now. We've got to match it, we've got to, we've got to get to that standard every week now. So, I'm sure there'll be some blips along, along the way, but yeah. I, I think the other thing is as well, what, what, what we've seen, or what I've seen anyway, is each game, even when... We weren't getting the results, mate. There were spells in them games where you could see what they were trying to do. You That's could see, yeah, you could see it, and it you was could obvious. See it was coming together. Yeah. Well, you, you look at the highlights from Saturday, which you know, unfortunately, is all that to see. And I take the goals out of it, you could see some good build-up, you know, and, and some link play. And yeah. you think, if you know, if that's where it's at, if you've got that somewhere along the way, 
you'll find somebody who hits a purple patch and gets on the end of them. But how much of that response was down to the fact that we went two goals down? We were two goals down and it was right, right, no, we're not having this, we're not having this. Who's going to be the team who turn up when we actually get it right from kickoff? And we do. Four, well, Scunthorpe was that, weren't I mean, that, that game for me <clears> could have finished 4 5 6 nil. We was that dominant against them. Um, yeah, Scunthorpe never would have scored if they played no. another so, 180 minutes. But yeah, there's quite a few Scunthorpes in this division. You go back, you go back to yeah, that. We need to bang them in, though, don't we? I think we will. It's do. all right doing all the creative. We fought back on Saturday from two down. We showed we can we can score now. We showed we can do it away. So got out some of them sides when they come down here. Yeah, that's what I like to think. Anyway, I, sorry, I, I take it one step further. <clears throat> got out some of them sides in the championship when this young squad goes up next yeah. year and they've had twelve months together. It's a good it's a good age of a squad. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I I said last week that you know they they needed some credit, Colwell and Sharp, even though they you know they've been called for being inexperienced. They've got. What have they got wrong so far? You know, we, we, we've rebuilt the squad, they've, they've cleared out all the cash, um, all, the, all, the, all the cash earning players. Yeah, Apart from, you know, there's still one or two that, that they, 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 they were hands retired, they couldn't get shut off. Eagles have gone. They've, they've brought in a, a brand new squad that's looking alright. I mean, I honestly thought if we could have stayed five or six, seven, eight points away from the top, until November, and, and slowly build what we're doing, and get, and then start to get closer, and then make a push. That's what I was expecting. We're four points from the top now. Brilliant. I'm, right, I'm getting well carried away. Match day catering. That's what they need yeah. to look at. Well, that, I'll. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't mention it actually. No, but I'll. I'll explain why later. Um, talking about who's impressed us so far. You mentioned the Jamie Roberts. Um, and, and he's identifying players. We, we're linked with a player at the moment, and it seems like this might be something that's coming off. Paddy McCarthy from Crystal Palace. Um, An emergency loan signing, though. Th- 32 years of age. Why? Because uh, Morgan's out. So we're, we're, we're short of centre backs. I think going some of that age, that's the experience. I think yeah. <laughs> centre back, you've got Pierce who's a. Uh, uh, young lad. What's wrong with Gaffer? He's still registered as a player. No, he's, he's not just had <laughs> Get Graham Barrow back in. <laughs> well, if he turns up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got Daniels, haven't we? Daniels, uh, our three centre backs. Daniels, Barnett, who's taught that he's going to Preston, but I mean, that's been knocked on the head with, with Morgan being injured. And Morgan, who's. He, how long is he going to be out for? Is it as bad as what they said? Three to four weeks. I it's lig- shoulder ligaments, isn't it? Yeah. What he's done. So I think it's, this is. Uh, but we were looking at him before Morgan got injured. Anyway, yeah. he was linked with us. So maybe <coughs> he's he, he surplus to requirements at Palace, and he's in the last year of his contract. Maybe um, we're setting him on loan and, and perhaps keeping him oh. for the rest of the season. But again, he's another Bolton player, isn't he? Did this Jamie Roberts work at Bolton at time, or does he live in Bolton? Or is he a Bolton season ticket holder? No, no. Because you look at the links. We were linked with Lonergan before the season started. Yeah, we got Yeskalainen's coming. Picked up three of them, has yeah. it? Is anyway. We've always done some good business with Palace, though, both ways, haven't we? Yeah. Mm. You know, they've bought some of our players, and, and we've had some Moses. good signings. Victor from Moses, I mean. Victor <laughs> Moses, yes. Yeah. Uh, Boyce, Ben Watson, yeah, Ben Watson, well, more than directly from Palace, but he, who? Ben Watson had a spell at Palace, didn't he? 
We signed him off Palace. Oh, I thought it was QPR. No, we loaned him to QPR. In fact, talking, oh, we did. Yeah. talking to Watson, he got he came on didn't he against City of the week. And got booed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think that was probably tongue in cheek, though, wasn't it? That's, the will always be one nil. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, let's move on well, then. Well, he's one for you. He's one for you. If, if we're going to oh, play, no, just, sorry, no. It's just been mentioning Ben Watson. What happens if we're going to play and he scores against Wigan? Would the Wigan fans boo him? Yeah. Well, you go, Roddy. He got scored against us. Yeah. And he was a big hero, didn't he? Wasn't he? And uh, he didn't get booed though. And I, I don't know everybody laughs. I wouldn't boo, <laughs> boo Watson neither. Leon, no. <coughs> Leon Clark. <laughs> oh, he got booted. Like he won't woke up when he scored that penalty. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. What's he done since? He's not played since, are they? He's he played on Saturday, probably, isn't he? He scored, I think he scored one goal since. Yeah. It's crap. It's rubbish. Right, anyway, let's let's move on. On Saturday we've got Port Vale. I've got uh, a put, this week I'm doing the Port Vale preview. Now each week we're going to take it in turns doing the previews and uh, Simon's done one. I've done one, Dan's done one, so next week it's going to be somebody else's turn, I'm doing my second one of the year. Lattice travelled to Port Vale on Saturday for a fixture that over the years has tended to be a very close affair, apart from one fascinating encounter back in 1979, which ended up 5-3, with Lattice trailing 3-0 at half-time. The last six meetings, though, between the two clubs have produced just five goals, and we have to go back to 1993 for either side to have scored more than one game, one goal in, in the game between the two clubs. And that occasion was a 4-0 win for Port Vale in League 2 at Springfield Park. It's the season we got relegated under uh, Dave Philpotts. With just one defeat from the last five games and two wins on the bounce, Gary Caldwell will be hoping that his Latic side have started to put some form together. But this won't be an easy game by any means. Port Vale may be 15th in the table, but they have played a game less than the Latics and are just four points behind. The game last week was called off due to international call-ups and they have lost just once this season. That was to Bradford away, 1-0. Though they did go out to the Capital One Cup at Premier League West Brom but that was losing out on a penalty shootout after a 0-0 after extra time The Vale are managed by former Wales international and Watford defender Rob Page who has been at the Elm since September 2014 and he has a 35% win ratio Vale have made 9 new signings this summer and Chairman Norman Smithwaite that's apparently is his real name has issued a warning that unless a decent start is made there will be changes at the club so Page is under a bit of pressure Sam Foley and Uch Ikpizu who's on loan from Watford have come in and settled well two goals apiece from five games and Ikpizu is 6 foot 3 and at just 20 considered to be a real handful Foley has been around he's a little straight yeah, he's a bit a of a mouthful isn't yeah. he well, I won't know that. Tolly has been around a bit, and he made it his name at not Newport County when they rose through non-league to league status. For the Latics, Carl of both John Joe Kenny and Will Grigg back from the internationals. Although the Latics won at Chesterfield last weekend, he will be tempted to make changes, and both should be back in the starting lineup on Saturday. I think. The referee is Mark Haywood from West Yorkshire, not to be uh, confused with Mark Haywood from West Yorkshire, who refereed us against Bury. It's a different one, this. 
his name's got an A in it, the other guy had an E in it. Uh, he has officiated three Lattice games previously and we lost them all. Blackpool away, 1-0 in 2013-14 when James McLean got sent off. Watford away and Bournemouth at home last season. So it's time for that record to change. Port Vale, we've got some connections with Vale, uh, notably Andy Porter, who we signed back in 1998. He went on to make just over 20 appearances for us, and he's Robbie Williams' his best mate, or apparently so. They were very good friends. I think it was a love supreme. Would you agree, Simon? Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> now, another link is uh, somebody that I, I, I'm, I'm going to mention here, uh, but it goes back a long way. Uh, his name was Dickie Cunliffe, or Jack, John Cunliffe, Jack Cunliffe, but he was na- known as Dickie. And he has connections with a member of our podcast crew who's not been in on this year so far. Uh, I'll Catherine. Tell you what, I'll tell you oh, what, yeah. What, mate? My preview's going to be a lot shorter than yeah. <laughs> Catherine, it's um, Catherine's brother in law's uncle. Really? Yeah. Uh, Jack Cunliffe. Uh, unfortunately died back in 1975 but he, he started his career off playing for Wigan Boys and he played for Port Vale from 1950 to 1959 so he's a, a bit of a legend down there he's a winger and um, he, he lifted with them the Division 3 North title he reached the 5th round of the FA Cup they beat Blackpool with the, who'd won the Cup with the Matthews team they beat them and uh, various other things. Uh, uh, they got to the semi-final against West Brom in front of 70,000 fans at Villa Park, but they lost the match. Uh, I don't know how many, he doesn't say it here. And um, he was a vital member of the 1958-59 promotion season. And he actually played for Stoke City as well, 59-60. Uh, Unfortunately, he died in 1975, aged just 45 years old. So, Dickie Jack Cunliffe. You've missed the most important stats of all off here, Barry. Yeah. It says here, he's one of three Port Vale players who had a car, and all the others travelled to work on the bus or by taxi. Right, so uh, what do we think about, about Saturday? Uh, can we see John Joe Kenny coming back in, Will Greg, or... Uh, I'm sure there'll be changes. I'm sure there'll be changes. Adam, you're not... Uh, I think Kenny will be back, because Power, I think, played right wing back on Saturday, so... Yeah. I think Kenny will be back. He got sent off for England in the 19s at the weekend. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, it's hard, was it? Yeah. yeah, he was off the line doing a bit of a Suarez, but yeah, I think he'll come back in and I think Greg will be back in as well. That'll be the two changes I've had, maybe. Yeah. What about Chris McCann? Do you think he'll make a start? No, no. Super sub again. Depends I, if Daniel's. I, I still can see Chris McCann leaving me this in Lone Window, going on loan somewhere. It's just because of his wages. Yeah. Uh, predictions there. Go on, Dan. Give us a prediction. Well, it scared me a little bit, though, with that preview. The fact that they're under pressure. But by the same token, if we can get an early goal, you'd hope, from our point of view, that the fans get on the back. 1-0 Wigan. Lovely. Paul? I'll go the same. I think if, as long as we carry on building, we can afford 10 games of building, blending, moulding the team, and then get cracking. Mick? I think we'll win with a two-goal cushion. We've not won with no sides won with a two-goal cushion since 1993. So you're going to break No, you don't have to. No, no cushions, no cushions. Right, it was two-goal win. Two. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> 
Simon? Uh, both teams to score, uh, but I'm going to go, I'm going to think we're going to pick up where we left off last week and we're going to go for a 4-1 away win. <laughs> Confidence. Get down the bookies. <laughs> you were here first. Adam? 2-1 uh, Wigan. 2-1 Wigan. Oh, I have to be sensible now, don't I? One apiece. Wow, that's almost a full house. Almost a full house. Right, before we finish tonight, uh, last week I was here because I went to the Fans Advisory Board meeting. Um, FAB. FAB. For those who don't know, the Fans Advisory Board is to give supporters the chance to discuss, discuss ideas and issues around the match day experience at the Latics. And there is also scope to discuss other issues and ideas, for example, kit, season tickets, match ticket incentives, community stuff, etc. But it's not about the finances of the club, sack their manager, or why we signed that player. Uh, they just don't answer questions that get thrown at them like that. And sometimes there are questions that I put there. Uh, if you want to attend uh, these meetings, there's something being released today from the club uh, telling you how to go about it, so you just have a look on the website. Um, and also, why was there last week? They told us that if we can put this out, feedback at WiganAthletic.com. If you've got any issues or ideas, just email that uh, about whatever it is and they will look into it. Now, one of the things that, that was thrown at us for was because people have been uh, asking about about the, the, the goal celebration music, the fact that there is none. Now, at the meeting, there was 20, about 20 people there, and of those 20 people, 18 said they didn't want goal celebration music and they thought it should happen. There was uh, one person who, th who thought it should happen and I'd taken some stuff from, from the website Vital Wigan where quite a few people had, had uh, written saying that they want it introduced and they, they think it should come back. Uh, so obviously with there being a, the vast majority of people there who didn't want it, it was sort of poo-pooed and it was mm. argued what music would be used etc etc etc. But what the, the, the Ian Lathwaite, who run the meeting, chaired the meeting, said that if you've got strong feelings about this, email feedback at wiganathletic.com and there's a chance that it could be brought back. Uh, uh, but they want to hear from enough fans wanting it back. A case in point was the fact that we'd stopped using Believer before the teams, before the kickoff, and there was emailed by quite a few supporters about it, and it was introduced uh, for the last home game. Reintroduced, sorry. <coughs> I, I think if you're, you're following and trying to mirror too many other sports in doing the, the gold celebration music, uh, I've been down at the DW when uh, um, the neighbours have been in, you know, in the house, and it just gets it just gets on your nerves. Yeah, but they're scoring, they're scoring every every ten minutes, though, weren't they? Yeah. We, we score once. Or two. I mean, last season we didn't score at all, so <laughs> that's why it got dropped because we never scored a blinking goal. Yeah, but at the same time, though, there's a, there's a danger of over-egging everything, isn't there? You know, I like to just go down there, me, have a chat with everybody, go up, watch the match. I don't want to be blasted with piggy music and stuff. No, you like don't, that. but other people do. This is this is what I'm they're saying. I'm not having opinion, am I? Yeah. Now, well, shut up then. Let me see. <laughs> you know, it's the only chance I get. <laughs> I just want to go, I want to watch the football, and I don't want bombarding with piggy music. I don't mind a little bit of music at half-time and stuff like that, because... As long as it's not as loud as what it was. Well, that was result. an issue, though. That was an issue where they kept, uh, you know, they kept the volume pumped up. But it's when you've got people on the touchline screaming into a microphone, Oh, let's do it! And it's like, shut up and get in. <laughs> you know, just leave it, leave it to a cup of tea. 
Anyway, that's my opinion. Thank you very much for letting me voice that. No, 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 no. <laughs> but the majority of people at the meeting was of that opinion. Excuse me, of that opinion as well. But I'm saying, if, if anybody's got a different opinion, then that's what they should do. Even you, just you, you can email and say, I appreciate the fact that you don't have gold celebration music anymore, and it makes it a much better experience for me. Keep it that way. No, I'll just wait until they reintroduce it and get in touch with Mr. Angry. So he's going to be a bit more than a week. Yeah. That's a week in a row, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's why. Me. That's why he's back in it for the time being. Uh, Bring it back so we can complain. Something to complain yeah. about. <laughs> So, uh, there, there was a discussions around the, the, the new music that we play, I don't know if anybody's noticed it, I thought it was Gary Glitter, but apparently it's, it's glam rock techno, so it Can, is a bit... Is it Kanye West's song? It is, like it is Kanye West, yeah. And so got, which demographic are they appealing to with that then? Anybody who, who wants to listen to it, well, I have no idea, I don't know, who, it, it wasn't said who picked it, but apparently the mix that we've used has been copied by some other people and even on TV Sky Sports yeah. have used it so had to be intimidating isn't it yeah um, bring back you and my sunshine well that was mentioned but he said that the thing with the believer there's quite a few people said we've left that behind and we've moved on because it was about the FA Cup which is wrong because it was before the FA Cup correct yeah. Yeah. can we not yeah. get another uh, team song done you know like the John File and Nicky Eden come on you Attic song that we have at the beginning of this podcast get a new one done and get that on before well we should yeah I think we should write one ourselves yes. let's do it get some players round get it recorded we were going to do a cup final song weren't we it was going to be called Do They Know It's Wigan Time yeah but we didn't no the idea was that because we didn't get through to the final no I'm, I'm, we didn't know the cards for our guitar did we well I knew it oh. it was C, F and B minor well, I don't know B minor <laughs> I don't see an F what? Or is it B and Q? CNF. I know B and Q. That's the, is that not CNF? Is that not the somewhat French that, isn't it? CNF. It's yeah. a news channel in America. Oh, that's CNN. Oh, right. Anyway, let's move on. No, no CNF is it's like National Railways or something yeah. in France. S SNCF. Team Latic Sub. It's now finished. It's closed. It doesn't happen anymore. The kids stuff, yeah. Uh, they want the room for something. They want the room for something else, and there's no more space. So oh. team, team Latic soap is at the moment is a uh, bit of the dust. If you're feeling cut up about it, email the club again. Uh, a lot of people seem to think it was brilliant. Did you find it good, Adam, in your time there? Uh, I can't really share my time there because I didn't actually go. Oh well. Oh. Oh. I thought we were getting a juicy story there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's been a problem with the season tickets this season due to switching over to a new system. Uh, I didn't fully understand what the explanation was, but it appears to centre around those that had booked their season tickets before the end of June. Yeah. There was some fault with. I turned up on a match day and it didn't work. It so didn't work. I had to go to uh, the ticket office and they sorted it. Right, okay. Yeah. And it's all sorted now, isn't it? It is. Was that the first storm, yeah? That was the first storm. Ah, well, it's all sorted, isn't it? Uh, team sheets in the East Stand, there's a logistical problem why they don't get handed around, uh, and it's to do with the number of printers the club have, and they can't get enough printed off in time, and it's just a time factor. Replica case. We've been looking at doing a ladies' fit, but again, if any ladies out there listening to this want a replica kit in a ladies' fit and not a baggy man's, although they're not that baggy, these, these kits, are they? Um, again, email the club. Feedback at wiganathletic.com. Um, and someone mentioned Wi Fi in the stadium. Uh, we don't have it because it's down to cost, but there is a possibility of it being set up in the future. 
Oh, cool. Funnily enough, I get Wi-Fi at the stadium. Well, I do too, because I'm in corporate and I've got the oh, course, yeah. yeah. Oh. I get it in East Stand, me. Yeah, I do. That's where I sit. Yeah. Yeah. All the way near the North Stand. Near the North Pole. Right, so, uh, anybody, any more business? Anything you wish to discuss before we knock it on the head? No, looking forward to Saturday. Indeed. Yeah, Indeed. How was the 10k? Well, the 10k, yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, I've got to say thank you to everybody who sponsored me for running the Wigan 10k. Brilliant, much appreciated. And uh, more appreciated by the people that's going to benefit. Uh, but yeah, it was very good. Did it just over the hour, so, uh, well, I said just over the hour, just over the 70 minute mark. Um, <laughs> my knee's really sore. Well, that's that's an improvement on your time last year, though, isn't it? Right? It is, yeah, yeah. Good not on you. not good two on minutes you. off my PB, so uh, uh, I'm going to do it one more time. I'm going to do it next year. I'm going to try and get some time off that as well. Nice one, well done. Yeah, so. so this is going to be your last one? Well, it's always going to be the last one, isn't it, till it comes and you say I'll do it again. So I'm going to do it one more time. It's been coached out of retirement. Oh. Right, okay, so on that note, it's been. Uh, uh, an interesting, an interesting uh, episode tonight. Yes, very positive. Yeah, an interesting week. Compared to recent weeks. Yeah. Well, I say recent weeks, going back to last season. Let's hope it was as positive next week. Certainly going in a more positive direction. Yeah. I think we've all got that love for, for the club, haven't we? That's the yes. thing. Supreme. Supreme. <coughs> right, on that note, Robbie Williams, thank you very much. Good night. Good night. Good night. Disappointments, except for one or two. Some of them are angry, some of them are mean, most of them are twisted, few of them are clean. And when you go dancing with young men down at the disco, just keep it simple You don't have to kiss though Searching, it's worth it.